With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. There we go. I was just waiting for that delay. Um, aloha, everybody, and welcome to Girls' Night Out with me and my co-host, uh, Deborah, who is a self-proclaimed joy generator. So... Say hello. Hello, everyone. So today's show where we're going to talk about um, some things that we we're actually talking about before the show, which is um, happiness and what's your number. And we're going to get into that in a minute, and we're going to talk about why happiness affects your money flow, your health, uh, your relationships. People think, oh, well, I know why happiness affects my um, money flow and all that sort of thing. But they don't really. Actually, maybe we should talk about this first, just to kind of set up the show. Um, Debbie does a lot of workshops on joy and joy generation. So if you're in the San Diego area, you definitely want to check out her website, which is below on the uh, on the show, the dot com. There's a There's a link there. So any events that she does will be there. Um, but one of the things that people, we're going to just, I think we should jump right, right into this with the vibration thing. I've done okay. many, many, many shows on this. I've done a lot of writing on this and people seem to miss something in the, in the, when they see the secret, they seem uh-huh. to have missed something when they're trying to learn about the law of attraction and it's a really, really important thing and it's vibration uh-huh. and what does that mean or how, you know, I'm sure all the mothers out there that need to cook dinner or whatever, get their kids to bed, want to know immediately to the point, what's it mean and how does this affect my life? Well, what it means is everybody, I like to tell everybody that you vibrate on a scale of let's just say one to ten. You have a vibration. Everybody offers it. There is nobody that doesn't offer it. So um, don't try to exclude yourself. You can pretend like it's not true, but it's still there. So... <laughs> Well, you know, it's just it's just like you're, there's no way to avoid it. If you're breathing, you offer a vibration. And on a scale of 1 to 10, let's just say 10 is the happiest you can be and 1 is the most unhappy that you can be. What happens is the higher that you go on the scale, let's just say you're having this really great day, you went out to lunch with a friend, you weren't working, you went out to lunch with a friend, you just had the best time, you laughed the whole time, you went to a movie that night, and you just have all this joy in your heart, you just had a great time and everything, you're going to be vibrating normally on a scale from a 7, 8, you know, area, possibly 9, depending on how hard you laughed. Um, and if Let's just say on the opposite end of the scale, if you woke up on the wrong side of the bed, you woke up too late, you were late going to work, you, you know, stubbed your toe going out the door, you got to work, you got yelled at, um, and just things deteriorated from there. If you're really upset or having a really horrible day, you're vibrating around a scale scale of like a two, three. And so there's a huge, huge difference on where you're vibrating. And, And what people don't understand is happiness and joy directly affects your vibration. Nothing else directly affects your vibration like happiness or joy. It's like, you know, things that breathing, you need air. Um, Vibration, you need happiness or joy. I mean, it's just, that's just the way that it goes. And so the thing that me and Debbie were talking about, me and you, were that women have a hard time with this. And we started talking about this on the last show because um, we were talking about the bloomies, your bloomies that you did mm-hmm. with and that one of the things that you noticed was women tend to have a hard time, I guess, putting down when you ask them for a wish or ask them for something for themselves to put down or, or something to be grateful for or just to wish for mm-hmm. 
fortunate to wish for that they had a really hard time and they wanted to save it, save the paper? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that was one of the things we were talking about is because women have a hard time keeping their happiness level up. And as you were mentioning, and I was mentioning right before the show, um, we have a lot of responsibilities. We have mm-hmm. kids to take care of. We have, um, you know, dinner. Like, I have to make dinner after this because, um, <laughs> well, I do not have a chef or a maid or any of that. That would be me. I'm, I really do all roles. And so I, I cleaned before the show, and now I will cook dinner after the show. And so we have a lot of things that we do for other people. And the funny thing is, which I'm going to let you comment on here, is, you know, over the weekend, we, we were me and you were just talking about I've had a lot of stuff going on. I've had graduation with my daughter, which I'm mm-hmm. so excited. Then I had family come stay, and then I've had this book promotion I'm doing. But in between there, on Saturday, before my family came in, right after the graduation, I woke up and was I woke up late and I didn't really want to do anything. I did a few things around the house and I ate and like an hour and a half later I wanted to take a nap in the hammock. I'm like not even <laughs> and, and and the weird thing was I went out and I laid in the hammock and the weird weird thing was I sat there going I I felt kind of guilty about it. Like mm-hmm doing something like I so enjoyed sitting in the hammock like it I love the feeling of being outside it was rocking the weather was beautiful mm-hmm. um they're just nice and I had for a minute I had to get out of the why well, should be doing something like raking the yard or you know going to the grocery store before the I you have a women I think have a hard time enjoying themselves without catering to others what do you don't you think i mean what are you well i do absolutely absolutely and i used to do that but i don't anymore no i do i still feel guilty sometimes for certain things but i realized that when we do that when we give 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 and then we're we're like two steps ahead of ourselves realizing we have more to do and we're, we're not we're not enjoying anything and we're not being present and that that we're robbing our own selves of our joy. And, okay. you know, so hearing you, you know, I'm so happy that you honored the fact that you just wanted to relax in the hammock. You know, and I'm sure it wasn't a, a long time, and, but you, you, you needed that. You yeah, know? but you know what? I started thinking, who even cares if it was all day? I started thinking, I used to sleep right. till 1 a.m. or 1 p.m. <laughs> when I was like a teenager, right? Like when you're a teenager, yeah. as a woman, I was a woman as a teenager or a girl. Um, you know, you're self-indulgent. You feel mm-hmm. like you should indulge yourself and really, you know what I mean. Like things should be important to pampering yourself. Things should be very important to that. And I sat there going, "What is wrong with me? Like, have I been a mother and a wife for so long that I've completely um, think that I should do something with every minute of my day?" And when you do the joy workshops. Do you find do you find a lot of women or your friends because I find a lot of clients do not care about their happiness very much. They will continue they will do goals. They will um care about finances, they will care about finding love. They they don't care how happy that they are right now and they think that finances and love and all those things will bring them happiness in the future. And this causes a huge, huge problem on a metaphysical, um, quantum physics level. And the reason is because if you're constantly thinking the the, ne- the guy coming into your life or the new job or the goals that you're working towards, that you're going to be happy when you get there, and that leaves you feeling frustrated in the moment. And if you're not finding joy or happiness in the moment, it repels things attracting to you. And mm-hmm. the, the one thing that I want to explain on that that I didn't explain very much in the beginning of the show is you want to view yourself as a human magnet. When you're, when you're by, a, a, I almost said a vibrator. All right. So <laughs> imagine that you're this giant vibration and any way that you wish. And it's so you become a human magnet. The stronger that you vibrate, the higher that you are in the scale, the more powerful the magnet becomes. The lower, the more you deprive yourself of little joys, sleeping in the hammock, taking the rest, 
doing anything that brings you happiness, the lower your magnet becomes if you deprive yourself of that. And so then you have a hard time bringing in things into your life. It will affect your money flow. It doesn't matter if you believe me or not. I promise you it will affect your money flow. It will affect your health. It will affect your love life. It will affect all of those things. And what do you notice when you do the workshops? What do you know, What do you have to teach women mostly on a joy generator? What are some of the tips that you need? One of the well, going back to what you were saying, um, I think that women, because we are so busy and you know, some have work um, outside the house, some work in the house, and it's all about time. You know, it's it's. I think that's a major thing. Is women say, "Well, I don't have enough time. I don't have time to sit down." Or, but you absolutely have to make that time, whether it's ten minutes or an hour. And even if you know you have a day you're running like crazy, when you're driving, you can, you know, just have silence in the car, or you can, you know, put in your favorite music or a book on on you know. CD or something like that, you need to absolutely make time for yourself to recharge that joy. And I think what has happened is women have, um, so many women have conditioned themselves to put everybody and everything first. So by the time they have their own time, you know, it's fabulous and, and they just want to sleep. So what I teach, what the very first thing I do in my um, Joyful Workshop is I give everybody, everybody comes in and they get um, a box, and it's, it's a joy box. And outside the box is a tag that says, you matter. And then I, everybody has their box in front of them, and I wrap it nicely with ribbon, and then I tell these women that I have found the key to happiness. I have found the key to happiness. And then I invite them all to open their boxes, and when they open their boxes, I've attached a mirror to the inside of the lid so they see their reflection. And I tell them, it's, it's you. You are the key to your own happiness. Nobody, nothing is going to bring you joy. It's right there inside. And then we kind of get down and we start to, you know, cultivate things that bring joy to them, things that make them happy, um, things that maybe they forgot about. Um, and then I invite people to start... I've, I invited them to draw a sun, make sure it has a bunch of rays. And then I invited them to write in each ray something that brings them joy. Well, and, and do, was, do you find that, because this is really important one that I have to teach clients all the time too. Most of the time that we, as clients and people that I teach, they come to me um, thinking they need to live in a different space, um, have a companion in their life, have a certain amount of money to bring them joy. What I, What I end up explaining to them, all of the time is it's not this certain amount of money. It's freedom mm-hmm. that you want with mm-hmm. it. It's um, freedom. It's happiness to be able to travel. You know, it's it's having um, someone who feels like they love you or you love them back. It's it's a different feeling, and they put um, labels on it that are different, like car, house, money. Usually if they want a bigger house, it's because they're feeling claustrophobic. They need more space. You know, that's another thing that hangs people up when they're trying to figure out what it is. Um, Do you notice that they do that as well? I mean, you really, because when you tell, just, I think that that's excellent what you're teaching. And then, but where my clients would get hung up when I teach, if if I, if you go, okay, it is, it does start with yourself, which is 100% true because it's your perception and it's, it's all those things. But they, my, my clients go, okay, yeah, it's me. Um, that doesn't that doesn't help me nor fix me. What the heck do I do about it? You know what I mean? So I like that <laughs> they do because they're like, everybody wants to deny that it's them. You know, everybody wants to, they want it to be a more fixable problem and they want it to be able to see it better. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, like I, yeah. Car or the new house, they want it to be something outside of themselves. And so I think that well, that's... You know- yeah, I hear what you're saying. And you know what was amazing was um, we shared things that, uh, women shared things that, that brought them joy. There was no materialistic thing in there whatsoever. Good. It was, um, 
volunteering, doing something for others. Someone said, um, you know, quilting. Someone said just being outside. I, it was there was nothing that that needed money. Good, good. Doing short and. That's a great group of people then. They they kind of had done more work than, say, a lot of the people that I've come across because people need to really understand it's little things like what you just said, being outside, maybe even watching yeah. a movie, may, sitting in a hammock, um, getting sun, you know, right. just different little things. They need to start from there and then realize other goals from outside of that. Exactly. And like you said earlier, you know, when I think it's kind of like you strip down to the basics and then when, you know, you realize the little things that bring you joy, then like you said earlier, talking about raising your vibration, you raise your vibration and then you become a, a magnet to attracting more. It's crazy and, how you become a magnet. And people don't mm-hmm. realize that. Did you do something where with the workshops before I get into one other thing? Um, because, well, let me say it qu- quickly before I forget. Um, anybody who's listening, um, one of the tricks that I'm using recently is I want you to just take a minute for your day, whether it be after the show or actually I would like you to do it every day because I try to do this every day myself. I'm not just teaching this and giving you random tips that I don't use. I always use the tips that I'm giving people. And one of them is every day, on a, whenever you're thinking about it, it can be morning, noon, and night, it can be night, whatever, where where are you? Where am I? Where are you on a scale of 1 to 10? I mean, how how did your day go? How happy are you right now? And if you can stay at a 5 or above, like an average, you know, 5 or above, awesome. Excellent. You're doing really a good job. Give yourself a pat on the back because you're not going to stay between an 8 and a 10 all day long. It's just not going to happen. And even if you win the lottery, promise you, I've seen the lottery shows. A lot of those people are not there. So, anyways... If you're vibrating anywhere from a 1 to a 5 consistently or more often than not during the day, you really need to start evaluating and doing some things for yourself that bring you joy. That means, and really get this, that you yourself are making choices that are sabotaging money flow, that are sabotaging health, that are sabotaging love coming into your life. I'm not kidding you. Like, I'm really, really not kidding you. You can be sabotaging yourself by making choices that keep you at a low number. And doing things that you hate or don't enjoy, yes, we all have to do those. But, for instance, you can counteract them. If I, One of the things that I do not love is cleaning. And so what do I do? When I'm cleaning, I put my iPod in, and I always listen to – what I do is I listen to shows or YouTube things that I love to listen to that I don't have time to listen to, blog talk, radio, anything that I love listening to. And so it becomes a joyful thing because it distracts me from my work, and I have time to do that. Or I save my favorite TV shows and play them on the background when I'm cleaning. Um, Things such as that, you can shift and make different choices, but Uh you're choosing to stay at a lower number instead of at a higher number. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And Uh I I think that's what it all, it comes down to a choice. Are you choosing to be happy or are you choosing to, you know, stay in a sad state? Yeah, (laughs) it's all about choice. It's not easy. It's not easy because this is the thing that I noticed the other day, Deb, which just made me crazy. Your whole life they teach you to be responsible, be responsible, be responsible. But what I've noticed is many adults think being responsible is being unhappy. Mm. Because being responsible is staying committed to the job you hate. Being responsible is making sure that your house is very, very tidy and clean. Being responsible is making sure that you have a you're a good parent so you are at your Kids beck and call it everything, being responsible. Do you see what I'm doing? I realize that a lot of women think being responsible, with that, you marry unhappiness. I And I don't mean unhappiness the person. I just mean unhappiness, period. Um, and so, I, you know, my kid says something to me, which I have to, and we'll take this caller. We have a caller in there. But it's stuck in my head forever. (laughs) It's so silly, but I swear to God, he was like 10 years old or something. And it used to make me crazy because he's a boy and my daughter's room was always clean because she liked it clean. And his is, you don't have any boys, do you? No. Um, 
No, just girls. And my boys' room is just destructed. Like, you know, if there's clothes everywhere. There's garbage. It's just ridiculous. And so I go in there and clean it, and he says to me, why are you cleaning this again, Mom? And I said, because it, it's making me crazy, and I can't stand this tree. And he's like, you know, it's just going to get messed up again tomorrow. <laughs> that's always stuck in my head because every time I make the bed, bed gets messed up. Every time you do the dishes, dishes get messed, you know, you eat more stuff. Every time you do the laundry, those clothes get worn again that week. And so because I have remembered that, I've learned to let something slide when I'm having a one, two, three, four day to where I go to the beach. I go to the beach, I go do something, I rent a movie, do something where I let things slide. Yeah. And that's what? good. And and that's good. And then you got to let it slide with, and without feeling any guilt, too. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. But when you would teach these people in your workshop, did you notice, like, would they notice, would you, would they come back to you going, things started to show up in their life that, like, um, law of attraction began to be more powerful. Did you notice or did you teach them? And did you, you know what I mean, that, that how that was working, how that works in hand, hand in hand? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I felt like I, they were given a lot of information at once. And um, we hold these in a beautiful garden house in a botanical um, garden setting. And so it's it feels like they're in a different place. And um, afterwards, we there's a labyrinth there, so we walk the labyrinth, and then I, they they go on their way. And they all went home with these boxes that I told them continue to fill your joy box, go to the joy box, and even after months, weeks after, I get an email periodically saying that, you know, they're still, they go back to the boss and they, it kind of brings them back to that place of remembering what brought them joy or, you know, remembering something that was said there. Um, I also passed out little aha cards so people could write down, you know, something, some kind of good gem that they heard. And um, that's why I created the boxes so that people could have that to refer back to because, we, you know, people might get inspired by this conversation that we're having right now and, you know, kind of go out and feel good, but then, you know, something happens tomorrow and they kind of lose the little tips and tools that we're talking about. So, you know, good to write things down. Good to, um, you know, maybe keep a journal or something, things that bring you joy, like the gratitude journal. Um, add joy to that. Um, right. Well, and, you know, maybe you should put some dice or some cards in there so they can decide what their number is every day. Only from 1 to 10. <laughs> but it's yeah. what their number is every day. Because I'm not even kidding you. That has actually, that really keeps me in check. It really, really mm-hmm. does. If if I'm constantly aware or um, at least once or twice a day aware of where I'm at on a scale of 1 to 10, um, what you do is you make different choices. You know, mm-hmm. that's what it helps that's you. Right. Awareness Awareness brings into your scope the ability to make better choices, right? And so that's mm-hmm. really, really important. Let's take this caller and see um, who we have on the air. It's area code 510. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Hi, what can we help you with? Um, I, I don't know, whatever your guidance to help me with. <laughs> I don't know what to ask. I mean, I know that I have several things going on in my life, but um, I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm not really... Well, um, what's going on? Relationship comes up for me with you. So what's happening with relationship aspect? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing? Is, and is that, bother, is that bothering you or, like, is that – tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm kind of curious as to, you know, when it's going to happen as far as, like, marriage and stuff like that. And, and um, so I'm just, you know – Okay, because and that must have been one of your questions, because I could feel that just screaming at me. So, <laughs> um, one in in I you don't have to tell me this if you don't want to, but I'm very curious because I feel like you're still pretty young. So, like, where where roughly is your age? I'm I'm 34. Okay, um, that to me is is young, but older than I'm sure that you want to be. And um, okay. I need this is a perfect call. Because I really, um, I know that you've been listening and I really want to, to help you with this. 
where would you say that you generally are at on a scale of one to ten as far as how happy that you are in on a day to day life or in your life right now? Um, about a five. Okay. And so do you you kind of stay just sort of average your sort of day by day things are going because one of the the reason I asked you that and, and I want you to be honest and I think that you're being pretty honest, you probably stay at a five, sometimes you're at a six, sometimes you're at a four, right? Yeah. But one of the things is I feel like your your life is kind of humdrum or sort of go with the flow, but nothing's really ha nothing's changing for you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, which is yes. why I'm not vibrating really high because I'm not where I'm, I'm. I'm in the process of trying to get where I'm supposed to be, but still dealing with being where I don't want to be at the same time. Okay, so this is I love that you called today because this is what a lot of people deal with. So when you say and and the reason I'm kind of asking you these questions is because I want you to be able to work through this on your own in the future too. Is when you okay. say you're working on getting to where you want to be, what does that mean to you? Um, doing things to awaken myself more, um, taking classes, um, you know, um, or, you know, speaking with like-minded people and just kind of trying to stay in the flow, you know, okay. just being more aware of myself. Well, okay. Well, one of the things, and the reason, the other thing is because the second thing I was going to say with you is you, you have an intuitive thing going on that you're trying to um, break out and that's gonna the floodgates are gonna open but here's the deal with your relationship and with your intuition which is actually one of the things that you're working on which I don't know if you know this but I know you can feel the intuition a little bit and some of the things that you've been wondering about are really happening you're not just hearing things or getting signs I, I feel you questioning it a lot like why would I think that or is this my mind you know what I mean and yeah I'm, I'm sorry Go ahead. And so I want you to know one of the first things is um, you're starting to actually become very sensitive. So a lot of the things recently, especially in the last week or so, are actually happening. You just are questioning whether it's you or not. Okay. Now, that being said, the fastest, fastest way you can bring love into your life and the marriage because you want to get married is in the fastest way you can develop this intuition is to start sidetracking yourself with things that you enjoy. You are a really good example of women who are not, you, you're you're experimenting with things that of interest to you, but what I'm talking about is, what Debbie is talking about is actual joy, like fun, fun stuff. Like I'm talking, you know, just fun things every day that you're, I feel like you're kind of letting life pass you by because you're, you're not doing things you love to do. For instance, if somebody were to come up and say, hey, let's go check out a movie or let's do this, you may say something like, well, I got to go to work tomorrow. It's getting kind of late. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You have to stop doing that because it is affecting your vibration. And what that does is it puts resistance up as far as the law of attraction. And I'm not just questioning you. I psychically see this with you. So I'm not just I'm not just winging this out there, but I'm actually seeing it in your energetic vibration. So you want to start shifting those things up, little things up like that that you may think doesn't matter, because it does. What do you want to add to that, Deb? Um, I was just wondering, you know, at 34 years old, sometimes that's um, when we start to go through a transformation, and maybe that's where that's where you're at as well. Um, like you said, things are stirring up intuitively. She's she's not doing things that are bringing her joy, and maybe because there's certain things like like maybe all of a sudden she wants to learn how to dance, <laughs> and and you know, but if if her own inner critic or somebody else is saying, you know, why would you do that? It maybe kind of stops that flow. So um, I agree with Jen. Just go do any little thing that is bringing you joy that would bring you joy and i think you're kind of overlooking it like you're thinking it has to be a big thing like a whole consciousness shift you know what i mean a whole spiritual shift and so you're learning and growing and it's like a class and that takes years and that's the truth it really does so um what i'm saying is you're overlooking the little things the going to the show the going to the movie the just laughing out loud more the the taking a vacation like you you like to do that but you I feel like you haven't done that in a little while or you've sort of begrudgingly forced yourself to go to like a family reunion or something do you know what I mean like uh -huh. what are you what are you 
honestly, don't you feel like you're holding back a little bit? Like if, if I said in the next, you know, uh, six months, pick three things that you would love to do that you held yourself back from doing, I think you could pick them right away. Yeah. You, you see what I mean? And you're not doing those things. You're holding yourself back. And as long as you hold yourself back, it puts up resistance for other things intuition, love, and it even affects your money flow. And I can feel the resistance energetically with you. I, I'm not even kidding you. If you just switch that up a little bit, you're going to notice a huge change right away. You're going to laugh. You're going to think this is ridiculous, that it can be this simple. But it really, really is really? this simple. What? Okay. Uh, well, you know, I've been... I've kind of felt like I've been kind of in the flow a little bit more than usual. Or well, more you than are. Usual. You are in the flow a little bit more than usual, but you're still not in the flow. The, I mean, you're in the flow. How do I want to say that? You were probably at a four before, and now you're at a five. <laughs> I want you to be more at a seven, eight-ish, okay? Um, okay? Be more aware of the little things and just enjoy life more with the little things. Don't overlook the little things. That's the really weird thing is you just don't overlook the little things. I um, got a new entertainment center one time, and it was free. Somebody had given me this entertainment center that they were going to throw out, and I swear to God, for three days, I walked by my living room going, oh, my God, this changed my whole living room. I love this. This is so cool. I can't believe I got this for free. It made the whole look different. And for three days, I walked around just being so excited about this silly little thing I got for free. And that's what I'm talking about. You really need to start enjoying these silly little things, and with that comes the big things. With that comes the high vibration. Little things will usually create the high vibration. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, and on the flip side of that, I believe that things will start changing for you probably in June, and you really are going to start getting this, and you'll notice some things right away. And um, then you'll have some floodgates open around June, July, especially and August with the intuition and the consciousness stuff. So just keep working on that. And if you want to, you can go to my Hawaii Healing site because I have a ton of stuff in that Keys to the Spirit World book. And uh, I actually have a lot of books there that you may enjoy. The Happiness one, um, you can go to Deb's uh, you know, thing and, and look at her website on I Love Bloomies. But there's a lot of reading material out there that I've written on this specific subject that can help you as well. Well, I've been also feeling like I've been getting um, messages from either angels or ascended masters, like numeric messages. Uh-huh. And and I, I've never been aware of it before, but I've been, like, you know, every time I see, like, you know, 333 or 444, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm more aware of it. And I guess, you know, those are the, their way of maybe kind of talking to me to, you know, give me messages. And so... Right. That's and that's, that's absolutely happening to you, and it's going to get really heightened in the middle of summer. But that's why I also mentioned to you that Keys to the Spirit World book, because that explains a ton of stuff about what they're going to be explaining to you. Now, so if when I start doing those things, do you see, like, that marriage material person coming in anytime soon, or is it going to take a while? Um, it will take longer than you want it to as if you're not aware of the little joyful stuff. But no, I don't see it taking too terribly long. I mean, for you, it's already, you know, already taken too terribly long. But um, no, once you really start getting this happiness thing down, I think it, it, it will come in fairly quickly for you. That's your only Again, with the, That's your block, I see. Within like maybe a year or something like that or longer? Yeah, a year or so, yeah. Okay. A year or so, two years. Okay. All right. You you work on that stuff and and ask your guides or your ascended angels or whoever it is that you want to be talking to to show you what your number is every day to remind you to be a five or above. <laughs> okay. Okay. That sounds great, right, but you. you will probably notice that now. Okay. okay. All right. You. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. We're going to take this other call. Um uh seven one six. Hello. Hi. Hi. What questions you? do you have for us? Good, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Um I just wanted to see where my relationship was headed. Okay. Um give us a little bit more on that. Oh, his name is Sean. I just wanted to see where things were headed if 
um, I eventually get a commitment out of this. Yeah, I was going to say, you want to know if you're going to marry him. <laughs> eventually, <can't>. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, before I answer that, which I already have a, a pretty good idea, um, just out of curiosity, I want to hear what, since this is about happiness and joy and all that, you know, how do you kind of rate your relationship and how do you feel like it's going? And, you know, as far as your happiness with this person, like on a scale of one to ten, how do you feel that you are? Where do you feel like you're at? Um, We have really come a long way. We've got great communication. It's really opening up. Um, today I've seen them. And he has really opened up as far as been loving, sweet, very talkative. Um, I've seen another side to him. So I'm, like, really happy as far as where things are going in that direction. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to push because I'm a pusher. So I don't want to ruin anything. So I want to be patient. And I just want to see, you know... <laughs> I just well, want to validate what I already know. How long have you been dating or whatever? Right oh, I've known him for two years, and then I had to, um, I I healed myself, so I had to separate, and um, I've always talked to him, and then we're back together, so. Okay, um, here's the thing that I want to tell you, and then I'm going to let Deb chime in what she thinks as well. Um with and, and and don't get upset when I tell you this. I don't think that there's not marriage in the future or anything. So don't don't be worried. All right, you know, right away. But what I'm saying, one thing that I do notice in your relationship that I think that you could can change, and oddly enough, this happens to come into the happiness area, and that's why I asked you where you thought on a one a scale of one to ten that you were, you know, where the happiness lies. I feel like his behavior and the things that he does really affect your happiness. And that's a problem. As long as he's feeling like he has to behave a certain way, communicate a certain way, um, do things in a certain way to keep your happiness up, it makes, it, it not with him in particular necessarily, but with all relationships, it tends to put pressure and weight on the relationship. And, and with and I don't you don't do this more than like most people I see, but since you're asking me about it, I I just want to point it out to you. I think that the so relationship. Put, am I putting pressure on him? Is that what you're saying? Well, no. What I want to say is, without knowing about it, I think that you're being really good. I think that you're trying to hold off, but he knows that his behavior and the way that he communicates with you or things that he does will affect your happiness. Does that make sense? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so he feels that. Now, on the flip side of that, and then I want Deb to give you her advice, on the flip side of that, can you imagine dating somebody that everything that you did, choices you made, where you went, where you spent money, how you behaved, affected his happiness, affected your guy's happiness, can you feel the pressure that that would give yourself? Oh yeah, that's how his um, that's how his wife was. Okay, so he's getting that from you though, and I don't think that you're doing it on purpose. It's it's yeah, I don't hear what he really does. Yeah, but he's feeling that way. He's feeling that you're not happy unless he behaves a certain way. He's feeling that individual from himself. He has a huge effect on your happiness. Do, you know, oh. Deb, can you add to that? Maybe I'm not being as clear as I should be. Um, well, I was just wondering, um, the caller, are you, is, is he the one? Are you 100% happy in this relationship? Oh, yeah, I love his company. I love spending time with him. Um, I'm hoping to spend more time with him. I love being around him. Yeah, I love it. Mhm. And well, that that's great. That's really good. And then so I think that um, maybe just kind of I feel like just sitting with that, um, enjoying each other's company, not expecting anything else in return. Um, just I don't kind of be with the relationship. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I feel yeah. the same. I feel the same way is I know every girl wants the commitment, but you need to love the guy enough to, I mean, it needs to be okay the way it is. And I know that you're trying really hard not to be that way and not pressure him, but you need yeah, to. Yeah, I won't pressure right. him because last time I did it, 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 it was a problem. And right. I know that I can't do that now. And I'm not going to jeopardize ruining a great relationship and losing a great man because he's a really good person. And Here's he's got a great heart. Once I think that you get that you'll love him and and love the way it is and whether it stays like this forever and ever, that's when you'll get the mm-hmm. commitment from him. So once that you truly become okay in your own heart, that okay. you know it doesn't matter if we live like this for the next ten years. And 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 yeah. Yeah. for some people, that's not okay. But I think it would be okay with you. So as long as, you know, if you get to that part where you're just like, I, it is what it is and I love every day of it. Because see what happens, and um, Debbie, I don't know, me and you have been married for a really long time. However, mm-hmm. I do see this with a lot of clients, which is they stop, they, they somehow stop, stop overlooking the day-to-day stuff or the week-to-week stuff as in, God, I'm really enjoying this day. Like we went to, you know, we went out to eat and we went to the movie. I'm so enjoying this. What they do is they immediately go further into, I'm so enjoying this. I don't want to lose this. Oh my gosh, when am I going to get committed to? Maybe he's not thinking about it. I don't, do you, they don't want to lose that feeling and they go into a little bit of a fear, not a panic, but in their mind, then that's where they're always looking for the commitment. Does that make sense? Do you notice that? Ben? Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah. And it's, I'm sure it's hard, you know, like Dan said, we've, we've both been married for a very long time, but I, in talking to other people, I know it's it's hard when you're in a relationship and, and you sound like you, you just treasure this man and you want to, you know, you want to keep him. You don't want him to, to you know, go away. But I think that, like we said earlier, if, we, if you just kind of sit with that and just, you know, kind of sit back and let it unfold, like Jen said, you know, the, the, again, going back to the raising your happiness vibration, becoming a magnet, then you will attract what it is that you want. You'll you'll attract him to stay. I guarantee uh-huh. you, if you if you're just aware of, and I don't, people don't just do this relation with relationships; they do it with everything. So, like, okay. instead of enjoying their day, like really just being like. Um, wow, I love this entertainment center for three days like I was. They're like, wow, I love this entertainment center, and God, it doesn't match the couch, and that couch really needs to be changed. You know what I mean? They go they go further than that. So really just stay in the moment with this relationship and enjoy all that time because let's face it, and I hate that I'm going to say this because I don't mean it that way, but you or him could be hit by a bus tomorrow, so then it doesn't. it's kind of a moot point, you know? And so just – it is what it is and enjoy it and savor it and, and just love every minute of every dinner and of every movie and of, of every day. And what happens, see, is that becomes magnetic. You become mm-hmm. very magnetic to him because he wants to be around that feeling of you just loving everything that you're doing. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Yeah. And so people. Do you see him finalizing his divorce papers and everything and his issues yeah yeah that'll happen that's not an issue yeah that's not an issue but and and like deb said though she made a really good point and again once you just worry about yourself and where you're at at this moment in this time all that other stuff falls into place you have nothing to do with it it can't you have no control over it doesn't matter if you worry about it or don't worry about it it's going the way it's going to go you know what i mean and yeah i think i know what you mean yeah yeah but yeah where we get caught up in our own head in the day-to-day activity. And, you know, it's just, it's hard. And I'm not saying it's easy, but I'm saying it's doable. Okay. Okay? Yeah, that's what happened in the beginning, and I ruined it. And, well, he's back, so I'm not ruining it, ruining it this time. I understand. You, know, you did it for a reason. You learned. And yeah. you're going to make sure that you you learn to appreciate it more. You learn to appreciate it. Absolutely. Him, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for calling. Thank you so much for uh, validating all, right. all that for me. All Have right. a great night. You too. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. So, yeah, I think that that was a really good caller. I think that people get concerned of 
you know, that was a really good point. People just really get afraid. They get so excited and they feel so good about feeling good about something or some, whether it be a relationship or, you know, something that they accomplished. They never want that feeling to go away. You know, when you start, that's an interesting thing. When you start vibrating on, you know, at a 8, 9, and 10, and it becomes addictive to the point of you don't want it to go away. You love the feeling so much that, oh, my gosh, it's going to go away. How do I keep that into a fear? Does that make sense? That happens, right? I mean, I see that happen with people. Do you see that happen too? Yeah, I do. And it seems that, um, you know, like she said, she wants to – she wants a commitment, and 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 I'm sure that's what a lot of people want as well. And it is hard to just sit back and say, you know what, just enjoy each day, enjoy the relationship, and see where it leads. I I I know that that's difficult to do sometimes. Um, but you know what? Here's the kicker. Even though me and you have been married for a really long time, and I don't think that people quite get this who haven't been married for a really long time, but isn't it true with you? Because I know it is with me. You don't know you're going to be married forever. Just because you've been married for a long time, there, it's true, right? Like there's no um, something that says uh, it's supposed to, that you're going to stay married forever. But how many divorces, how many people have you known that have got divorced, that I've known that have gotten divorced, that got married at the same time that we have? Um, just because we've been married a long time, it's the same relationship as if we weren't married or we're dating or whatever it is what it is. It changes every single day. People change every single day. Circumstances change. So it doesn't mean that you could or could not be forever. That means nothing. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, you know, of course the divorce rate is, is very high and all of that. Um, I, and that's true. You don't know what's going to happen from day to day. I do know that I mean, being in a relationship for, my husband and I have been together for 25 years. We've been together since we were 17, high school sweethearts. And I do know that keeping joy in the relationship is, you know, you, it's still something that, you know, we need to work on. You know, of course, you have to work on the relationship that you have. You can't become complacent. You can't, you know, we we both go our own way and we get really super busy and then we have to, you know, make time for ourselves and, you know, um, raise the vibration on a relationship level, you know, get it get it back up there. And um, all of that, it, it does, you know, all relationships take, take time, effort, work. Um, and, yeah, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen from day to day. Yeah, but, you just don't. Um, I mean, I think that she wants the commitment in knowing that he's going to stay there. But what, what I'm saying is I've known, I've known several people that have been married for 20 years, and all of a sudden they thought those people were going to stay there, and all of a sudden they weren't there. But what you did just mention was really key. Um, there's a vibration to your relationship. There's mm-hmm. a happiness factor in your relationship. And so even if you – that was a really good point. Where Even if you go your separate ways, et cetera, you need to be very aware of the um, relationship in general and where that happiness level lies in reconnecting and um, just doing things where you're laughing together, where you're having fun together. I've known people that couldn't even go on vacations together because they didn't laugh and have fun together. And so (laughs) um, I'm serious. It's crazy. And so that, you know, I think that you made a very good point and you make a point to reconnect and to, you know, raise the vibration in your relationship. And, you know, and do you ever notice, too, um, because I really tend to notice this, if you're ever in a really, really good mood, um, you know, your spouse seems to be very attracted towards you as well as your kids and everything. And and same point as if if your spouse is in just a great mood, comes home, had the best day, you're very like, wow, Mm -hmm. like you want to be in their space. You know what I mean? Exactly, and if you're not in a good mood, you're a, a repellent. You're like, um, I gotta go to the store. I'll be back when you're sleeping. <laughs> right. right, that's true. I mean, that's yeah. true. And, and in in the relationship, even in the family dynamics, you know, with with your with your kids, with you know anybody in in your household, it affects everybody. 
it affects everybody hugely. So that's Mm -hmm. another thing of the happiness that could be affecting everybody's happiness on a scale of one to 10 is if you have a lot of grumpy people in your household, it it does shift the dynamic and it does tend to pull your vibration down. If you know, if you have a lot of happy people in your household, great, invite everybody over. But, um, you know, for the most part, you know, it's good to keep peace and, and good to stay happy. But People energetically are drawn to other people that are happy. So if you can only, if nothing else, we only have the power to work on ourselves. And so if we can keep that vibration up, then we're good. What do you like to do to keep your happiness level up? Like that's just for you, not as a mom or a wife or whatever. What what do you tend to do? I love to go to the garden. And, you know, I'm a... I'm a photographer at heart, an artist at heart, and just going and literally reconnecting with nature. That brings me such great joy. Um, so when you go, so when you go, do you take pictures too, or is it just? Yes. Be- <laughs> and it's for me, you know. It's for me, and if it, you know, if I get some good stuff, then I will, you know, I'll share it. And um, but that brings me great joy. Um, and honest to God. Being, have, spending time with my family brings me great joy because now we're at, you know, I have a 17-year-old and a 20-year-old, and everybody's gone all the time. And I, I really enjoy everyone's company, you know, my husband, my daughters, and so we just had Mother's Day, and I asked. I said, the only thing I want is for us to have some time together. And one of my daughters had to work. And, no. you know, I was already met with resistance. Well, I have to work. And I said, okay, well, let's just have time in the morning, you know. And we went to the harbor. We got to go to the ocean, another one of my very favorite places that brings me joy. And, um, you know, we had breakfast, and we had to leisurely drive down the coast. And just simple things like that uh, bring me you know, joy. I hate to say this because um, I'm going to sound like a horrible mother after I say this, but um, actually I'm <laughs> – Super close with my kids. If anybody knows me, we have family dinner every night. I have a 22-year-old and an 18-year-old, and we spend a lot of time together, and I love them to death. And we ha- we laugh so hard at family dinners. I swear they should tape it and put it on TV. It's hysterical. <laughs> um, but what I asked for Mother's Day was not to cook at all. <laughs> Oh, me too. I didn't say anything about cooking. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, I don't care what we do. I, I don't want to cook breakfast, lunch, or dinner. I want nothing to do with the kitchen at all. I don't care. Yeah. Peanut butter and jelly, I just, I, I want not to cook. That's, please just, I don't want to cook. And mm-hmm. so, they, actually, my husband made me breakfast, and my um, brother made me dinner, and we had family dinner that night. We had a wonderful time, and I love to reconnect, too. But I find it interesting that one of the things that you love to do is be in nature and take photography or, you know, take photos and you're a photographer. Mm-hmm. I love that because that's also your profession. And don't you have a lot of your photography on, is it Zenatona.com? Yes, it's Zenatona, Z-E-N-A-T-O-N-A.com. And uh, it just, I think nature, period, brings joy to people. You know, flowers, right. just, just. It's it's amazing, and I have learned to, um, over the last probably five years, just really reconnect with nature. It, it's almost like, you know, it, if you're having a bad day, you go outside and just, you know, just kind of decompress, reconnect. It You absolutely will definitely raise your vibration. Right. Um, well, in, but I do want to say that Zenatona.com, and I, I'm not trying to – plug it over and over but your your photography is beautiful like absolutely you You do the most amazing for anybody my website the hawaiihealings.com those flowers those are debbie's i mean she does the most phenomenal beautiful pictures and you you do weddings too in san diego just i i just need to throw that in there in case you're around that because you're (laughs) you're your photography is so amazing but i love that that's part of what you do um one of my favorite things to do is writing. Like, it was really yeah. weird. People started asking me, I think I've done six books this year, five books this year. I don't even remember. Mm-hmm. I've lost count. I'm working on three right now. But you know, because me and you had talked about it, when I yeah. 
I had always wanted to write when I was younger, when I was in my 20s. I didn't have the technical writing skill I felt. I wasn't quite a huge writer. I hated doing essays in school. But what I found as I got older is I got better at writing and I blogged. And what I found is you can hire people to do the technical stuff, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, and But the thing is, is when I started writing, I, I've been putting out these books just like, oh, yeah, I have one for free if you guys are listening Today is the last day you can download it for free, the Soul DNA. Make sure you go to the bottom of the page and click on that and get it for free. Um, But when I started writing, I I had all this information for people, but I felt like it was truly for me on a soul level. Like the creation from the book to the, from the book cover to the creation of the whole book to holding it in my hand was like, it did something for me personally. Yes, it was a bonus that I had written it and people could read it. And I've had tons and tons of emails saying thank you, but oh my gosh, what it did to my heart, what it did to me Mm. was was amazing. It, It just, and I just wanted to do it more and do it more because it, it just did something for me personally. And and mm-hmm. as you know, we're both in the business of having clients. Um, we both have kids and we're both, you know, wives and mothers. But it felt like just what you said about your garden and your own photography, the ones that you took for yourself, is it was for me personally. And then everyone else could benefit. It just like I think your photos are kind of for you personally, but, you know, you def- definitely people benefit and it's amazing. It's the most amazing feeling. And the fun thing about that is you can just do it whenever you want to. Like writing is free, you know. Going out and taking the pictures are almost free, right? Like unless you print them. <laughs> yeah, almost. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's good. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. And you are, I love that you are able to do the thing that brings you the most joy is, writing, expressing. And I know I know for you too, connecting with people brings you a lot of joy. I know that for me as well, connecting with people just brings oh, yeah. you tremendous just, joy. Even mm-hmm. doing the radio show. I mean you both love doing the radio show. Yeah. Um, you know, we make no money off of this or whatever we do. I do readings for free, you do advice for free. Um but people I just got an email the other day of why do you offer your books for free? Because I run them for free. Or why do you do this radio show for free? I literally just got this email. And I sent the girl back and I, I said, you know, number one is because we have all this information. A lot of people need guidance. They need support. They need, think of all the billions of people that need it in the world. And some people just, I've been in places in my life that, I have needed things for free. I didn't have the money and I needed a pick-me-up and I needed, you know, I I, I needed something that I, I was struggling with or I, I didn't financially have the money and I received something for free that was very helpful. And those people who need that, I I hope, and the universe will help them find our radio show, will help them find the books that I offer for free. And because I've needed stuff in the past. And if we can just continue mm-hmm. to pay things forward, um, I think that it, it fills your heart and it helps everybody. And that's where I get joy from. I think that's where you get joy from as well. And thank God we Absolutely. learned Absolutely. It. it took me many mm-hmm. years, but yeah. Absolutely. When we did the Gratitude Garden, um, when we launched that, I gave away the Bloomy Papers for free. And that brought me so much joy to do that, you know, everybody that came up and we talked about the gratitude garden, every single person wrote it out and we were just giving them away. And it, and then I thought, if only this were the currency, you know, this feeling. And I thought, wow, I could do this every day. It just felt so good. It really, really brought me a lot of joy. And, and too, you know, going back to what you're saying about you writing and, and your books and and I remember talking to you, and you said, "This is what I want to do." And you, and you're just in this flow. And then, when when you are vibrating at that high happiness level, and you are doing things that bring you joy, that creative flow just comes to you. You're just in the flow of, of you know, of life. And um, like you said, you know, you just become a magnet to attracting more, more joy, more things that you want in your life. And then you attract more books, and then you have three of them you're working on on your laptop. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. we're wrapping up at the, the end of the show here, and I want to thank everybody for joining us on Girls' Night Out, and thank you, co-host Debbie, and 
definitely go check out her stuff on zenatona.com if you're interested in photography. But the I Love Bloomies website is amazing. It has a lot of her events on there. Join her Twitter, Facebook, all of that from there. I know that Deb puts a lot of things on Twitter and uh-huh. Facebook. So definitely join it from there and then get your bloomies. Um, also, don't forget to download your Soul DNA book. Today is the last day. It's free, but I've gotten huge response from this book. And so if you're struggling or anything of that nature, it's excellent. You won't regret it at all. Um, so definitely check that out. And I also have a website, hawaiihealings.com. You can email me or Deborah from I Love Bloomies or hawaiihealings.com and email us if you if you have questions or anything on future shows. And as long as this is working, we'll still be back. So we hope to see you next Wednesday. Have a wonderful weekend and try to keep your vibration up. That's really yes. Okay. Vibrating high. Yeah. Vibrating high. We want to be checking that seven, eight, nine (laughs) in that area. All right. Aloha. Thanks for joining. Okay. Thanks for having me, Jen. All right. All right. Bye. Take care. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.